Hodgepodge, a thick and nourishing vegetable stew with origins from the East Coast, particularly Nova Scotia. It's name coming from an English term meaning mixture. Welcome to our Hodgepodgecast, an end-of-the-road beginnings production, where we explore and discuss a wide range of topics from the culinary and entrepreneurial worlds, stories from our past, journeys into the future, interviews and insights with friends and guests, and just about anything else we find interesting. I'm Nikki. And I'm Adam. And we're both so happy that you found us. Through this podcast, we hope you get to know us more, both personally and professionally, and we hope you enjoy following along in our adventures. If we're lucky, we're going to make some wonderful connections along the way. With that being said, and since we're all here now, let's get some HodgePodgeCast on the stove. Welcome back to our HodgePodgeCast. This is episode nine of our origin stories and the last episode yeah. of this series. Yeah, we're so excited. This is the, the 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 wrap up to our origin story series where we went really in depth into kind of us individually, us as a couple and kind of the last six almost six years of our lives together. So, yeah, we kind of threw this episode on at the end to have some fun and show you how weird we really are <laughs> yeah it's been very fact dense for yeah. the first eight episodes and now it's even gonna get more dense because we're we're gonna do some fun facts about us and some rapid fires and, and it's and funny actually this series was only actually supposed to be what about six episodes yep and then in our in our very first intro episode you said oh yeah seven eight nine episodes and yep. i was like what are we going to go on about for nine episodes? And <laughs> now here we are. Yeah, so if <laughs> episode you've been, nine. If you've been following along, thank you so much. Uh, just a quick overview uh, bef- before we get into the fun facts for anybody who's tuning in for their first time. So I'm Adam. I'm Nikki. We uh, we we started, um, you know, doing this podcast as a result of of this being one of our, our first projects uh, kind of into the entrepreneurial world. Um, and, and, you know, I grew up in, in Halifax, Nikki grew up in Burlington, in we Ontario, met, yeah, yeah. And we met in Northern Manitoba at a remote site where we worked for, uh, you know, the better part of four years. Um, and then we, uh, we decided to move to Calgary where we, where we got engaged. We planned our wedding that was canceled because of COVID. <laughs> um, and, and we recently announced, uh, through our social media that we're going to be moving back East to, uh, Prince Edward Island. So, so that's kind of, you know, us in a nutshell and <laughs> very small, nutshell. very small nutshell. We've got an eight and a half hour <laughs> nutshell uh, in episodes before this. So uh, but now that we've got that all out of the way, it's there. People can listen to it as they want. And yep. now going forward, you know, we're just going to kind of get into topics that interest us, um, entrepreneurial stuff and kind of just share the journey now present day going forward. Yeah. Yeah, but this episode, uh, I think we're going to start with some rapid fire. Let's do some rapid fire first. I actually think I owe you a song I just remembered. This oh. wasn't the thing that I... that I. Do you remember it? I don't remember what I wanted to talk about, but I did remember that I owe you a song yeah. from my Licks days. Yeah, so I promised a jingle. We'll, we'll wrap up <laughs> the episode with the jingle so, so you can stress about it the whole time while we record this, but... Um, 
So Nikki went and found some kind of rapid fire, like couple questions. And you want to start with the one that I have on my phone, so I yeah, can sure. put that away. Yep. Okay, let's do a little this or that travel rapid fire. Okay. All right. So Airbnb or hotel? Uh, Airbnb for me. Ditto. A nice restaurant or street food? Street food. I'm a little of both. If it's like pretentious fine dining, no thanks. Yeah. But if it's just an actual nice restaurant, then... Yeah, these are rapid good, fire. Good though, food babe. is good food. Nothing's rapid with us. <laughs> hot air balloon or helicopter? Ooh, uh, uh, hot air balloon. We just saw one on uh, Grace and Frankie, which is a very funny show. And, and I kind of really wanted to be in a hot air balloon at that point. So <laughs> I'm going to be a hard pass on both, both of those. Yeah. <laughs> Um, beach villa or cozy cabin? Ooh, um, you hate sand, so uh, cozy, cozy, cozy. No, cabin. what would you pick? Um, uh, I would pick a cozy cabin on the beach. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Cozy cabin for me. <laughs> Small town or city life? Um. Don't lie. Just because we're married, you can pick your own. <laughs> I, I do like I do like a big city, but I do like visiting big cities. So I'm going to say small town, small town all the way for me. Glamping or camping? Glamping. Same here. I almost yeah. lit a park on fire when I tried actual <laughs> camping. So yeah, and I haven't been a Boy Scout for what? Twenty five years. <laughs> so. uh, I don't 100 percent understand this one, but slow travel or see it all now. Oh, uh, I think that's like, you know, travel when you're oh. old, like throughout your life. Yeah. But um, I think slow travel. Me too. Snow or beach? Uh, beach. Uh, beach for me, so long as it's a rocky beach, yeah. <laughs> not a no sandy sand. beach. <laughs> Europe or Asia travel? Uh, Europe. I'm both. Yeah. Uh, I want to go both places. One or the other. No, both. <laughs> if I can say neither, I can say both. Airplanes or boats? <laughs> uh, airplanes. Boats for me. I hate flying. Yep. Hike a mountain or swim in the sea? Um, hiking a mountain would be a lot more difficult than just going for a swim in the sea, but uh, mountains. Yeah, me too. I love being by water, and yep. I'm a good swimmer, but I don't necessarily love you know being in the water no i i love the water i just don't like putting my feet on the bottom of <laughs> of any like nautical body of water i just i i hate seaweed on my feet i don't know if there's little animals that are you know that i once cooked up in a past life that would oh come my god and, my sister's like cringing right yeah. now so i just i don't like the bottom of of oceans or lakes <laughs> yeah. okay so that was it for that one okay so the, the, that was a little travely, quick fire, rapid fire. We used to love to travel before COVID. <laughs> yeah. So we traveled a lot for the first couple of years of our relationship. And then when we got to Calgary, we were like, no, we're not traveling. If you want to see us, you come to Calgary. Yeah. And I don't know if we mentioned this throughout our podcast episodes, but we really, um, since we've been a couple, really dove into exploring Canada and mm -hmm. traveling throughout Canada. We never... We went on one trip um, to Montana, but outside of that, like all our travels were within Canada and mm -hmm. I consider us 
so lucky to have done that and enjoy doing that because Canada's in, like I do want to go other places, but mm-hmm. Canada's an incredible it's, country. It's vast and beautiful, but yeah, we haven't been to Newfoundland. No, um, Newfoundland and technically Saskatchewan we've driven we through, through, but we haven't. We been. haven't like adventured there. Yeah, um, and the territories we yeah. haven't been to. But yep. Okay, so now we're going to get into some other rapid fires that are just kind of random that we found. So, favorite color? Turquoise. Uh, yeah, I like turquoise, um, but probably I'm going to go with blue, all of the, the shades of blue. Okay. Yeah. Favorite Fav- animal? Favorite animal. Um, okay, wait, let's just preface this with obviously cats yeah everybody should have picked that up about you by now um and we are clearly obsessed with our two cats uh they are the third and fourth members of our family Mm -hmm. if you're tuning into us you're gonna get a lot of them that's just how it's gonna go (laughs) so outside of cats outside of aj and tucker uh (laughs) my favorite animal can it be a specific cat no (laughs) um i i uh you know what? I'm going to steal yours right from under you. No, I can't do that. Um, I think I like... Uh, I like I like primates, actually. I think, it, like, monkeys or gorillas, like, just... I don't know anything about them, um, like, on a scientific level. But I just... I think they're very intellectual, of course, you know. Yeah, orangutans are pretty cute to watch. Yeah, they're so... They're, they're very interesting. They're very skilled. They're... And I just... I, I obviously just see so much human in them and and i I don't know i maybe i feel a little little connection to to primates i guess (laughs) i like watching primates on tv okay mine uh is horses and owls yeah i was gonna steal horse from you but i knew (laughs) that wouldn't be (laughs) i took adam uh horseback riding for the first time um when we parallel parked a horse that is his claim to fame when we were in waterton that was his first time horseback riding we we had somebody take a picture of us but my horse started to kind of walk ahead or or something and and so i had to kind of you know pull back on the left rein and then and like kind of squeak it in next to nikki and then pull back at the right rein and i straighten it out i said that like i'm an experienced horse i'm not i just i had done it a couple more times than you had but Mm. i've just had this affinity for horses my whole life we try to go horseback riding in the mountains once a year uh this last 2020 we didn't get to go um but you know, yeah, yeah, we've been in Waterton. Uh, Waterton, we'd love to go horseback riding. We've we've been on three different trails mm-hmm. through, uh, you know, the mountains there, and uh, we've done Squamish, and I think that was it actually. So yeah, but uh, horseback riding is so much fun. We took our uh, my groomsmen when they came up to Calgary. We took them down to Waterton for a ride, and I think they all enjoyed it. But yeah, uh, yeah so it's lots of fun. Uh, favorite season fall yeah um i like fall too i like spring i don't like the extremes of you know yeah same i like wearing jeans and a sweater and i like you know that so spring early spring you know all of early fall yeah Yeah. um favorite smell this is a weird one no it's not mine's stock like like stock on the stove yeah yeah. Yeah. definitely um or any kind of like home like bread cookie anything baking yeah i'm gonna go with and this is gonna be a weird one but the smell of a skittles bag that is empty (laughs) 
I know that's a weird one, but it but it actually it is his smells favorite. Really good. <laughs> if they could make a candle or something, Jordan and Kyle, I'm looking at you guys. <laughs> Figure out Skittles bag candle, please. <laughs> uh, favorite meal. Noodles. Yeah, noodles. So or pasta. It doesn't matter what culture it's from, Italian, Asian. Give me noodles yeah. every day, all day long. Yeah, rice or you know soba noodles or like any kind. Any of kind of noodle. Any kind of noodle. <laughs> long, uh, you know, curly. It doesn't matter. She no. she likes noodles. Um, I just had some before we started. Yeah, <laughs> leftovers. Had, had leftover pasta. <laughs> we'll get into that later, actually. Um, and for me, um, I'm really prone to anything uh, that's you know essentially a sandwich. I like. I like bread and I like things in between bread. And, and I do include pizza as a type of sandwich because it's handheld. It's got toppings on it. You can fold it over. So um, I might be starting a really debate, a really big debate here. But uh, I think I think pizza is considered a type of sandwich. <laughs> well, at least you said sandwich with a G. Yeah. yeah so that's another thing. Nikki growing up, uh, you know, Italian families call sandwiches sandwiches. Yeah, we throw Sangui. a G in there because it's sandwich. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I pronounced it. Yes, I knew how to spell it, but it just never like converted in my head. So up until university, when people started calling me out on it, I always called it a sandwich. Yeah. And my parents still like my family calls it sandwich. I call them sandwiches all the time now. <laughs> and like sometimes I say it to somebody not in the family and they're like, what did you just say? <laughs> Um, and uh, so another quick little funny thing about you in university. Um, what did you find out was a thing that you could buy that you never knew? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, OK, so, you know, growing up Sundays, especially. Well, pasta was just, you know, kind of a daily thing. But Sundays, especially, you know, we it was a whole day. You made sauce. You started first thing in the morning. Um, and it was just a it's a Sunday event, pasta and sauce and so we always make sauce from scratch and I, I don't know I only ever knew one way to make sauce yep. and when I got to university um my second year when I was living with uh two of my girlfriends uh Tori and Renee sorry I'm throwing one of you under the bus I can't I think it was Tors sorry Tors <laughs> this was you but I came home one day and uh and she was cooking and I asked her what she was making. And she's like, oh, I'm making pasta. And and uh, she had like a, a can or a jar or something of, of Prego or whatever yeah. brand. And I was like, oh, where's your sauce? She's like, oh, it's right here. <laughs> like, what do you mean it's right there? She's like, this is pasta sauce. And I'm like, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> So Nikki found out in second year of university, and this is what, tw 2006? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's when she found out that pasta sauce was the thing you could buy <laughs> as an adult. So um, that's a quick little uh, fun diversion there, but um, back into the rapid fire. Uh, favorite activity? Ooh, <laughs> if I'm being really truthful, it's organizing. <laughs> but uh, also just being outdoors like yeah. not doing anything in particular i don't need to like hike the backwoods or you know uh back road camp or anything like that i just love being outside yeah totally um 
My favorite activity, I'm going to get real sappy, anything with you, babe. Moving on to the next (laughs) one. Uh, Is there a musical instrument that you wish you could play? You know, when I was a kid, I always wanted to play violin. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't want to play necessarily as a kid, but as an adult, I love violin. I love any music that has violin in it. It's, It's such a powerful instrument. When I was in eighth grade, we had to take music class and I got stuck with clarinet. We didn't have violins, but I got stuck with clarinet and Mm -hmm. that was not. I faked it the whole uh, year until then. I had my um, test at the end of the year where it was just me and I had to play and I had no idea what I was doing. And I tried to blame it on my read. I'm like, well, I guess it's broken. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, So for me, um, at one point in my younger years, I wanted to play bagpipes. Um, but you know, that's not the coolest instrument. So, um, I did play an instrument in junior high, played trombone, um, for I think a year and a half and I didn't really like it too much, but, um, I also had a medical condition, uh, that kept me from playing trombone. So, um, I had allergic reaction to the mouthpiece. So every time I would play, my lips would like swell up. And, um, you know, I went to my teacher about it and his name, name was Mr. Adams. Um, and he was like, uh, he was like one of those hard, like he wasn't a teacher that got stuck teaching music. He was like a music teacher Uh and, and he was just like, Oh, you're just, you're blowing on it wrong. And I was just like, no watch. And I just put the mouthpiece to my face for like five minutes and it swelled up and, and he said, you could get a gold plated one. And it wouldn't do that. Or I could get a special one that had like a plastic ring around it and it wouldn't touch my lips. And both of those were, you know, not crazy expensive, but I really didn't want to play trombone (laughs) anymore. So it was a perfect out. Um, But if I could play an instrument now, I think piano is a beautiful instrument. Uh, I know it is like one of those like uber skilled things. It's very technical. Um, all music, any music is technical, of course, and skill is, is required, but something about piano, but I would love the ability to sit around with friends and play guitar. Mm-hmm. That's like at a campfire, at a cozy cottage, around the fireplace, something with fire and guitars. I, <laughs> I wish I could sing. <coughs> I mean, I sing you now, sing but I... You very lovely. No, love. I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> You're going to sing at the end of this. So. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Paper or technology? Paper. I hate technology. Well, now I hate technology. I write all my lists on paper still. I prefer to read. Like, I can't read ebooks. I can't read magazines online. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I hate uh, electronic lists. Like, if I, if I could still have, like, genuine uh, file, folders. file folders and papers, like, I just, yeah. I love it. Um, for me, it depends on the situation for sure. If it's something like, if it's something creative, like a menu or, or, or something like that, that I'm creating or a prep list, I need to write it down physically. I need to kind of feel that connection with my brain to the paper. Mm -hmm. And, and so I can make sure that it's, it's coming through properly. But if it's like 
computer like if it's design stuff like i won't sketch out something and then go and do that on the computer <laughs> well i won't do that <laughs> on either method i'll i'll just go straight to like canva or or whatever you know website design that we're using like a godaddy and just start and and i i prefer to fiddle around and figure it out as i'm going mm-hmm. but you know i kind of have that idea in my brain and then i try to put it on to the technology um so i guess it's yeah really depending yeah. on the situation the and what only it is. thing i'll do on technology is i mean i don't really have to do this anymore but when i was in school and it was an essay or a report mm-hmm. um or you know going forward when we're doing our business proposals like that i will do straight on yeah uh, easier to edit and i just type way fast like yeah. i can get out my thoughts faster than i can write but yeah how are you uh how are you finding instagramming on paper without technology <laughs> very it'd be probably better <laughs> for me yeah. um okay so moving on to the next one in school what was your best subject uh, English and science. Yeah. As long as it wasn't too mathy. Like when you started getting it, like I was good at biology and anatomy. Mm-hmm. Um, chemistry, depending on the year, physics, I could never get my light bulb to turn on. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, biology or anatomy and, uh, English, social studies, that kind of thing. Yeah. Same, same with me. Like I was more of a, of an arts student in high school you know i did okay in in all of the mandatory uh you know like health classes or science classes but when i went to high school like i did the minimum i did what i needed to graduate for like biology and that kind of stuff and i focused on other things like history and and uh and uh, like political science history and geography i was obsessed with plate tectonics when I was in the seventh grade. Yeah. I loved like anything <laughs> underwater. I just well, that's I mean that that was your first. I used love to want to be mountains because plate tectonics make the mountains. Yeah, I used to want to be a marine biologist yeah. when I was young. And so the next one is worst school subjects, but we kind of just did that. So we'll move. Oh yeah, math. <laughs> yeah, math. Yeah. math. Yeah. I used to. Were you in school? Were you? Um, tests like split up into knowledge application uh, communication no no we really. had like three categories for mm-hmm. all our tests and like my teachers in math never used to know what to do with me because yeah. in knowledge which is just straight up formulas mm-hmm. i would get like high 80s 90s yeah and then on the next section which is like the problem solving mm-hmm. application i would get like 40s and they're like what is wrong with you you know the stuff and I used to get so frustrated I'd just be like stop trying to trick me just ask me what you want to (laughs) know I've seen some things on the internet lately where it's just like uh um the the new way they teach math it's like a grid or something and it's it's just it's ultra confusing and like extra you're actually very good at math I, I can do math in my head just numbers and stuff but um and you, you know, uh, but but the new math that they're teaching apparently is crazy. And then somebody posted something like with an example of how kids multiply like multiple digit numbers, like three twenty eight by seventy two or something. Um, and they have this weird grid that they draw. And and then and then so I saw a post where it was that, and it said this is how kids learn in school. And then underneath it said. This was taught by a frontline worker on her day off to her kids, right? And then it was like how we learned how to do math, where it's like, you know, it's just 
the top number over the bottom number and then you multiply you know the the second number anyways it's the easier way and it just it it seems so crazy that you know kids are getting maybe a little bit better at education at home when it comes to math oh and, yeah um through the pandemic but okay so moving along to the next one superpower what would be a superpower that you would have if you could have one? Oh no no what's your superpower actually like mine's my memory I have oh, a very for good real memory. superpower. Yeah, that's oh, what okay. I meant when I wrote that down. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I thought you wanted to talk about what superpowers like if you could be a superhero. Nah. Okay, yeah, no, her superpowers are memory and it's crazy and yeah, I'm gonna be her husband for the rest of <laughs> of our lives, so I'm gonna have to make sure it's 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 crazy because I, I do have a good memory, but I've definitely noticed um you know how because I struggle with sleep so things like bad sleep stress like it I've truly seen the impact that that has on something like memory and cognitive function in the last couple mm-hmm. of years so um, I'm working on bringing it back to full strength because yeah. I, I do enjoy having a good memory yeah and <laughs> I fun guess freaking people out when you remember <laughs> weird things I guess for me my superpower is um, like perseverance I guess maybe because like I, I'd look at it like I've worked a lot of unique and difficult situations in a kitchen and and the way I look at it is like it's going to be over at some point tonight so I guess m- maybe my my uh, my foresight or uh, I don't know just knowing that knowing that uh, whatever situation I'm gonna push be in, through yeah push through it it's gonna be over then afterwards you can sort out kind of the the blowback from it or whatever so I guess I guess that's a soup pushing through is a superpower for me I guess yeah. okay okay so what's your biggest struggle or challenge um I'd say probably like moderation like uh, you know two cookies is like you know this the first time that yeah. I, I go to the pantry <laughs> yeah. right so like you know um i the things that i like i like them and and you know that that's not even like material things or like food or, or whatever but like uh just even things in life like i just i i get really invested in, in you things. are like you are the person that listens to an artist's full album yeah no matter what like yeah. i'm a song person mm-hmm. i unless i like a full album like which never happens yeah um but you will you will get through all of it you get invested in the whole <laughs> yeah yeah like i'll i'll yeah i i you know i can binge shows and stuff so anyways i guess moderation is best for me balance is is something that is a struggle for me because you know i like what i like so mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> and mine is anxiety and sleep I have always struggled with anxiety my whole life. Uh, I was a weird little kid that worried about the most random things. And uh, and sleep, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they go hand in hand kind of. So I've always struggled with sleep and and it's been really bad the last few years. So those are my uh, need improvement categories. Yeah, and, you know, we're just like regular people out there too. You know, we have these things that we want to work on and better ourselves and, and you know, but that's all part of, of, of being uh, a human. So, um, the, fa- uh, sorry, favorite three personality traits. Oh, Tucker's blocking you. No, <laughs> I can see. Some. <laughs> oh, did I? Uh, um, oh, yeah, I did. Uh, okay, my 
favorite three personality traits about myself? Um, my authenticity. Okay. I am. I am who you I are am. Who you are, and you I don't... am always me, which I think yep. sometimes scares you and my parents and stuff when I go into certain situations about what's going to come out of my mouth. But no, <laughs> I, I know you pretty well now. <laughs> um, but yeah, you just you get what you get with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess kind of hand in hand with that honesty. Um, I'm a very straightforward person, and I think I'm decently funny. I like my sense of humor. Yeah, you're pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, we, we laugh a lot. Um, for me, personality traits, um, my, you know, I, I like being a leader. I, I mean, you know, you'd have to ask those who I've led, but, uh, you know, I still maintain relationships throughout, you know, the, the industry, coast to coast. And, and you know, so I, I hope I've shown good leadership in my, my work roles and all of the people that I've encountered there. Um, uh, I'm, you know, I try to be empathetic um, and I guess courteous. Um, those two are kind of similar, but I'm going to just default to those two. So, like, um, I, I just, I try to understand what people you are going through. You have a very through. big heart, baby. And, well, thank you. And, and you know, I just, I want to be there for people if they're going through something. Because, you know, uh, everybody goes through stuff. So, um, just... You know, even that one person for somebody could be important to them. So I always try to kind of think in that mentality. And then uh, courtesy, like that's the that's a big one for me, especially like through this pandemic. Like I've been trying, I have to check myself uh, when I see somebody without a mask or trying to get into an elevator when there's you know already enough people in it or or just you know um, just general lack of 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 I don't want to say human decency because it's not like bad it's not like terrible level stuff but it's just like the small things and we have so few human interactions nowadays um and you know you can't really you know get to see you see somebody's eyes but you can't tell expression so i don't know like uh i just try to be as courteous i try to consider everybody else uh in everything that i do especially outside of the house because you know i hope that other people will do the same for you and i Mm -hmm. so I'm going to take over reading the questions because Tucker has decided uh, to have a bath yeah. right in front of them. So. <laughs> um, okay, so those were our favorite traits. What's the uh, your least favorite trait? Oh, um, moderation. I'm not good with moderation. No, I guess um, I'm hoping I'm hoping to grow out of it. But like coming up as a, as a chef, I was. Uh, you know, I, I had some arrogance, some cockiness uh, that, you know, was probably undeserved. Um, and, you know, I'm always just trying to check myself and make sure that, um, you know, when I'm dealing with people in a work situation, they can't know what's in my head. So I can't assume that they know what I'm thinking. So mm-hmm. I'm, I always try to make sure I try to be as clear as possible when I'm, you know, talking about something and and that I give them the opportunity to, you know, process that. And and so, you know, I think that's that's one thing that I still always need to work on um, is just patience, I guess, really patience with myself and others. Well, now you just stole mine. That's Ooh. my biggest that's my biggest needs improvement. I am very short on the patience department. It is not one of my virtues. I am very quick to 
irritate in certain situations. I'm going to push back on that. You're very patient with me. I mean, I think you're patient with, with those that you have a connection with. It's just something overall that I need to okay. improve it with. We'll leave it Maybe I've just gotten better at controlling it. Maybe internally I'm like yeah. freaking out. But um, no, I definitely have. But it's hard because sometimes you're easiest to uh, anger or lose patience or whatever with mm-hmm. those that are close to you because you're comfortable with yeah. them, right? But but uh, I probably do have more patience with with my people than I do for... Random, yep. random people. Yep. Um, okay, next okay, one. Okay, so what are your biggest pet peeves? Uh, inconsiderateness. Again, like, you know, this whole pandemic thing has really just kind of made me think, like, you know, there's a lot of people just look out for themselves. And I guess you can't necessarily blame them, but, you know... Um, there's there's got to be everybody should have enough capacity to also think or think about others um mm-hmm. you know whatever they're going through um so i guess yeah inconsiderateness is a very is a big pet peeve of mine um okay that is also one of mine so inefficiency yeah. inconsiderateness and lack of common sense which yeah. kind of goes hand in hand with inconsiderateness but um, yeah, I cannot, I cannot stand any of those three things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I think that's where a lot of societal problems come from is yep. just, you know, that lack of, of doing things right the first time, putting mm-hmm. care into things to do them properly. Yep. And like you said, just that kind of, you know, self-serving, mm-hmm. um, I just wish more value, uh, was put on yep. having common sense and, and common courtesy because totally I think it's gone downhill in society a lot in the last decades mm-hmm. and yeah one of my chefs Dave Whalen uh, actually we used to have a saying where uh, it was it's not common sense it's rare sense because, oh yeah because it's just it's not as common as it used to be but um, that's what I wish they taught in school. Yeah. I don't need to know what pie is. I wish people would know to hold doors for people and, uh, you know. Yeah. And, and I guess one other last little thing is willful ignorance. I mm-hmm. guess, you know, if you don't, if you are uninformed about something, that's, that's like, that's not necessarily a problem unless it's not remedied. Right. So like if you, if, you have to be knowledgeable about what you're talking about or engaging in. Otherwise, you're not really helping the conversation. And if you do uh, decide to educate yourself or, or, or get informed about a certain situation, um, eh, then that's, you know, you're you're taking the onus upon yourself to Well, to and that's not that, to so. say that everybody has to have the exact same perspective or no, opinion no, no. or anything. No. But, um, yeah, just ignorance and... Ignorance and different of opinion is... Yeah, no, that's why I'm saying willful ignorance. If you are just, you are, no, I don't want to learn anything more about subject X, Y, and Z. I am set in my ways like that. I don't, like, you have to be willing to grow. And Mm -hmm. and even if that challenges what you believe, like, you have to be able to, to at least accept that it's a possibility and kind of, and you know, work through that. So anyways, willful ignorance, I don't like... Okay, what uh, what are a couple things that fill your cup? Um, <laughs> cooking, family, 
of course, you, the boys, the boys being the cats, um, just a, a connection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm really bad at connecting with people, but um, when I do catch myself and I'm kind of like, I need to to be more connected to people. I do enjoy the engagement and the connection with the people that I that I enjoy connecting with. Yeah, mine's kind of the same. Like I, I love or we love uh, creating experiences for people. So making memories, you know, having laughs, sharing meals, like anything that just creates an overall experience for people to to fondly look back on is yeah, what I really love. Definitely. Um, Next one. Okay, so so you know we've only ever as individuals and as a couple lived in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we or you were to ever live anywhere outside of Canada, where would it be? Um, I think Europe. I think like there's a lot of like history and architecture there that I would love to see. My parents have traveled around Europe a lot and, and just it's, it's, it's so like Canada is, is like, I don't know if I'm stating an actual fact, but Canada's probably roughly the size of Europe. <laughs> like, oh, I, I mean, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm sure somebody's going to fact check me on that, but you know, there's, there's lots of countries in Europe mm-hmm. and there's one Canada. So like being able to travel from like through several countries uh, yeah. in a day and seeing, you know, different like, uh, you know, uh, sites of history and culture and just architect like that. I think that would be really interesting. So I think somewhere in Europe, probably England or France, just because, you know, I could probably jive a little bit with the language. Easily. <laughs> I'm going to, I think, go with Thailand. Yeah. Not like uh, big city mm-hmm. Thailand, but like islands. Yeah. Um, partly because Asian cuisine is my favorite, but mm-hmm. also, yeah, I mean, kind of the opposite of you with all the, I, I, I just don't like being in big cities with mm-hmm. a lot of buildings and stuff. I like open landscape and water and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've obviously never been to Europe or Asia yet, but, um, yeah, I think, I think I would start with Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, uh, and, and I would be happy in Thailand. Uh, you know, I would enjoy it there too. Uh, I think I could probably live pretty much anywhere as long as, you know. Oh yeah, same. I mean, Italy, yeah. obviously. But like, ideal first choice, yeah. probably somewhere in Europe for me. Yeah. Okay. So last one of these types of questions. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we kind of said, obviously, especially now that we've moved into entrepreneurship, we're starting these projects, we're on this path, we're genuinely really creating a life for ourselves that that we love and brings us joy still challenges but Mm -hmm. you know we love our day-to-day now um especially but if you could be anything else Mm -hmm. what would you be or what would you do um i like i I remember going to the calgary zoo and just being like (laughs) i should have been a vet um and you know of course there's a lot of science and and you know uh biology involved in being a vet Mm -hmm. and so you know high school didn't lend me to that but i do i have a you know i love animals i just i i I think the zoo job would be an amazing like 
job. But um, realistically, though, with with kind of it doesn't have to be realistic. Okay. This is mm. this is whatever. Yeah. If if, if I, obstacles or anything were not an issue. Oh yeah. I mean, of course, space cowboy. But um, <laughs> no, I think. Like I've mentioned to you many times, I think I could have seen myself in construction, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, you know, like kind of a foreman role or, or something. But, you know, of course, after years of, of doing certain trades and, and gaining knowledge. Uh, but, you know, uh, I love watching buildings go up. I think it's I think it is amazing how the how skyscrapers are built. Um, and I just I think that would be a, a cool career. OK. Yeah. All right, so you had a more whimsical one and a more... Kind of uh, could have actually been one. Okay, so yeah. my more whimsical one would be, um, I guess, like a, a travel blogger or not even necessarily a travel blogger, but I've always kind of had a dream where I just travel around to different mm-hmm. countries or places and I just immerse myself in the culture, the food scene, maybe like photography of mm-hmm. of the place and kind of just, you know, stay there from anywhere to six months to a year. If I really don't like it, you know, leave. If mm-hmm. I do like it, stay a bit longer and kind of just find whatever jobs locally just so that I can obviously, you know, afford rent and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But like Anthony Bourdain style. Yeah, but like I really just, I always just wanted to, to travel and explore different places and mm-hmm. kind of gypsy a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then a little more realistically, although I don't know how much more realistically, if I could be on a ranch, if I could own a ranch, if we yeah. could operate a ranch or a farm with just lots of horses. And I, uh, I must have gotten that from my grandparents because they were farmers mm-hmm. way back in the day. But I would love, love, love to, to have a farm or a ranch. Yeah, well. Well, let's start with a garden. Chickens. Let's start with a garden and move into chickens and see how the boys deal with those. But uh, so those are all the rapid fires. Wow, we did like forty minutes of rapid fire. I so told was, you, nothing's. It was kind of like us. a relaxed fire. But um, so the last thing we're gonna do uh, for this episode is we're gonna talk about some things that we kind of skipped over in uh, the first couple podcasts. Um, you know, just or just random little fun quirky. facts, little things that just we, you know, after listening to, we're like, oh, yeah, wait a minute. So um, what do you want to start with? Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Um, I'll start. OK. OK. So uh, there's a couple of uh, things in high school that I touched on in my episode, the second episode um, that, uh, you know, I was a cheerleader and I was a break dancer. Um, and those two things kind of went hand in hand in a way so in in high school in, in grade 10 we started a break dancing club with our drama teacher and and we we did a lot of fun stuff with the break dancing crew and then in grade 12 um there was a cheerleading team that was starting and so i played on the football team and we had some cheerleaders come to the football practice in their you know cheerleading skirts and 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 say hey who wants to come throw some girls around uh tomorrow morning at our practice and we were like hey well like you know there's a couple of linemen so we decided hey let's go hang out with a bunch of girls uh that seemed like a fun morning so um we did and we ended up like you know joining the team and i think there was four guys from the football team um, it was the first year that CPA had a cheerleading team, and because I could break dance, um, I was 
I was breakdancing in part of the three-minute routine. And I think I said this before, but cheerleading is, like, intensely physically strenuous. It is the hardest three minutes of my uh, sporting career uh, doing a routine. Um, and so, you know, I was involved with, with I did a I did a little break dancing number in the middle of our routine. And uh, and I told my cousin uh, back in the day, I started uh, thinning out in my hair on top when I was, I think, 16 or 17. Um, and, and I blame that on doing head spins. And, and I think to this day, my cousin Jonathan still believes that. But uh, That you're bald because you break dance. Yeah, I'm bald because I break dance. <laughs> and Liam reminded me of that. So cousin Liam, thank you. Uh, and uh, so I wanted to mention that. So yeah, I used to break dance. I used to be a cheerleader amongst other things in high school. But one of the other things, uh, one of the guys that I would break dance with, uh, Tyler, uh, Lopez, he he was one of the break dancers in my in my crew, as we called it. Um, but we we became friends really quick, and and throughout high school, we we both realized we had like a, a love of singing. So um, what we would do is we would just go around, drive around from Tim Hortons to Tim Hortons in, in Bedford with. Uh, it was me and Kenny and Tyler and, you know, usually and Brian. Um, so all of my groomsmen, really. And we would drive around and we would just sing, uh, you know, Backstreet Boys and we would <laughs> sing and uh, sync and we would sing a band from Halifax called Crush and Hanson. And we would just sing, Tyler and I, and Kenny would just hang out. and <laughs> Jam out. Jam out. Uh, and then so we started going to karaoke uh, and we started doing karaoke at these little, you know, dive pubs in Bedford, the, the Riverside and the Oak, Oak Mount Station. Um, we would get wings and do karaoke there. And then uh, it eventually turned into a band. So uh, Tyler and Kenny and I started a band. Kenny was the manager. Tyler was the guitarist and the vocalist. And <laughs> I was the vocalist and the egg shaker. So we had like a, a, an egg rattle and I would shake that. And I at one point bought a tambourine. Not a tambourine. Maybe we had a tambourine already. But I bought a harmonica and I didn't learn how to play it. Um but we had this band. It was called Faded Blue. Um, and Tyler and I, you know, we auditioned for Canadian Idol twice. Uh, didn't get through. I think Tyler got a little further than me. But <laughs> um, And then we, we started, you know, kind of getting serious with the band. We started writing some songs. We got and then a, Brian joined in Yeah, we got point. a drummer, uh, Brian uh, Page. He's, uh, you know, amazing drummer. And he... And he started, we started going out to Tantalan to practice. And Brian and practice. Tyler still do music in Halifax. Yeah, they both do uh, music. Uh, Kenny's still managing in, <laughs> in Halifax. Um, but so, yeah, it was just like a way for us to get together and hang out and say we had a band. Um, and, and it then, was fun because when they all came to visit us in 2019 yeah. and we went down to Waterton, it was like getting the band back together. Yeah, and you guys was, had a little jam sesh with your egg shaker. And yeah, <laughs> no, we did. And, uh, and so... So, yeah, like we, we had a band and, and we we actually we did like a an open mic at a place in Bedford called Finbars. And the guy who was running the open mic had a studio called Catfish Studio. So he had us in. And so I actually went into a studio and, you know, with these guys and we recorded a like a four disc track. And then a couple months later, the, the guys, you know, wanted to be real serious with the band. I had to step back from the band because I was getting serious into becoming a chef. Um, but they, you know, they released two albums. You can see, you can get Faded Blue music on uh, on Apple, iTunes yeah. right now. Like, 
uh, and I have some writing credits on some of the first album, but they did two albums. They toured, you know, uh, the Maritimes in Ontario, and I know they had a lot of fun doing it. So I was in a band. That was, that's a fun fact about Adam. I'm just going to move Tucker off the, the list because i got to see my other ones. Why do cats always sit right exactly. on what you're using? Yeah. Um, one other fun fact about me. Uh, I have never had my full license. Driver's license. Driver's license. I've had my learners probably seven, eight, nine, ten times. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I just have never gone for the test. I was the fourth of four kids. We had two cars. Uh, I was never going to get the car. And I just started taking public transit and walking everywhere. Uh, and, you know, 20 years later, I still don't have my license. I have my learners. <laughs> Um, when we go to PEI, you're getting your license. Yeah, I've driven the most in <laughs> Prince Edward Island, and that's why we're moving there, so I can get my license. Um, so, no, but that's yeah, a fun anytime we refer to us driving somewhere, it's I driving. Yeah, for now, it's Mickey driving, yes. But you just don't, you, like, yeah, you were the fourth of four kids and stuff, but you just never really had a like a desire to want to drive, eh? No, I mean, I always had somebody picking me up or dropping me off if needed, and, and if I needed to get somewhere on my own, I would get somewhere on my own and i just never have had a had a, a license <laughs> but uh so that's me um okay so i think you owe your nephew a car uh, yeah I, I told my my nephew if he turned if he got his license before me i would get him a car and and he's had his Which license he has now because he's for like 19. three years so <laughs> um i owe three years interest on a car to him so uh, I hope he's not listening. Um, and then uh, one other thing about me is just that, you know, we've mentioned it before. I love cats. Uh, and one of the things that uh, is common with everybody we know is they don't mind me uh, giving me cat gifts for Christmas, birthday. So anything cat themed is, yeah. is people's default when getting yeah. Adam a gift. We've had cat napkins. Him. We have cat toques. We have... Uh, you know, pillowcases, uh, pillowcases, I've, I've got a quilt. Yeah. Uh, um, your mom, my ma, uh, gave me a, a beeswax candle cat sculpture. Yeah. Um, you know, when one of my bosses gave me a, a, a little figurine of a guy with a laptop and a cat sitting on it and right in front of him. So your parents just gave us cat placemats. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> cats, everything. Um, it's a good default gift for me. Anything cute with cats on it, I'll probably like like it. Nikki got me cards, like a, play, a deck of playing cards with uh, cats on it. So Yeah, those turned out to be more for me because they're little oracle kitties. I love them. Yeah, and then the last kind of fun fact about me is I like to kind of, I guess, we've called it song speak. So um, if I've got something to say and it's just me and Nikki around, normally I'll just find a, a song that fits the words or the yeah, tune. Yeah, we both do this a lot now. We just make up random songs yeah uh instead of talking to each other we'll just pick a weird tune and sing sing and we sing to the cats a lot yeah the cats love it but uh but yeah so so that's that's a little bit more about me nikki's got some fun facts about her okay so well since we've mentioned it a couple times through the rapid fire stuff i will start with the fact that i hate sand hates it so um I just anything like I'm a very 
organized, meticulous person, I think, neurotic, as most of you have probably picked up through these podcast episodes. And just the feeling of sand on your body, just everywhere when you're wet at the beat, it makes me, like, gag. I can't. And glitter. Yeah, like, anything that's just very disheveled and, <laughs> and like explodes very everywhere small and finite and hard and, to clean up i yeah. i hate it <laughs> yeah. Not so a fan. that that makes me uh, itchy and and gag a little bit so yeah like i i love being by the water um you know i i love going to the beach i'm using air quotes right now because i i will sit like somewhere off the sand or if a, it's a rocky beach that's more my jam but mm-hmm. um yeah what else um on your old, old tailcoat on your last one there my default gift if you don't know ever what to get me is office supplies yeah <laughs> i am a nerd i love anything organizational anything to do with uh notebooks journals highlighter like i just i love organization and office supplies anything i can make a list on (laughs) uh sticky tack adam literally gave me um butter uh, yeah i guess they're butterfly clips in my stocking this year for christmas and i'm thrilled they're different colors there's turquoise ones and i'm so happy (laughs) kind of a uh, a pastel color yeah. uh, and and she was very excited yes. um what else oh we joke that uh in our relationship i have capped out my good gift giving to you um i am i i i like buying people presents if i randomly come across something and it makes me go oh this person would love that I hate buying presents for because it's somebody's birthday on commercial Tuesday. Hol- yeah, like I just I don't like the the pressure of it. I think it, you know, most people end up buying really insincere stuff because you have to. It's not mm-hmm. something that, you know, you're just doing out of the the kindness of your heart. So mm-hmm. I much prefer to um, gift experiences yep. or things that you can make memories of. Um, and I think I I had a really good run when we first started dating. <laughs> I had like three years of awesome. She gifts won for Christmas you. for the first three yeah. years, <laughs> and then and now I'm out of ideas. And then we started living together all the time, and well, living together outside of camp where mm-hmm. we could actually just go and do things. It was easy when we were at camp because we'd, we'd have a week off, so you'd plan. Yeah, something. like we never got to do normal things yeah. on the day to day. So that was. That was easy. One, one Christmas, she got me tickets to a very small and intimate show with one of my favorite artists, Hoxley Workman, uh, for one of my favorite albums, uh, Almost a Full Moon. It was 400 people. It was a very small, intimate concert at a library. So that was fun. And then a couple days later, we went to a big cat re- well, sanctuary. Yeah, um, it was some kind of wildlife rescue yeah. kind of thing. I forget. So what there it was, was so many. I I took. I legit took eight thousand pictures. That no, day. it was, was nine hundred and something. No, sure. I think it was eight thousand. No, we'll check not. on this. Maybe I had, I had nine thousand camp pictures on the camera or something. But I took a whole. I took so many pictures. And one of the things was uh, she got me a behind the scenes experience where I got to spend a couple minutes, twenty minutes with a kangaroo feed it bananas and uh, spent uh, some time with a uh, 
um, what was it called? Uh, a sev- serval cat. Yeah. So it was like essentially a jacked up house cat, but from like the African savanna. And this thing was like licking my head and like licking my beard and grooming me like I was a cat. It was amazing. <laughs> and then and then we had uh, we had a twenty minute uh, uh, experience with a nine month old uh, white lion cub named Pasha. Something like something, that, yeah. Pasha or something. Yeah. And, you know, they had a bag of, of, like, ground meat that they just kept on, like, feeding it. We got to pet it. It was amazing. And, you know, she, nice hotels and shows and concerts and stuff. She's always thinking about experiences, so. I feel like I'm tapped out. And, like, now the pandemic has just ruined it. I had no idea what to get you last year for gifts. It was terrible. Yeah. Um, but, I, so, I think the biggest, weirdest uh component of my life is how many names I have. Yep. <laughs> so my name is Nicole. Um, but when I was in university, um, sometime in first year university, I can't remember how exactly it came about, but so my last name is Pizzingrilli. P-I-Z-Z-I-N-G-R-I-L-L-I. So sometime in first year university, one of the one of my you know inner circle people um started calling me pizza pizza which i mean isn't it's a close leap once you know how to spell my last name actually the very first person to ever call me that was my grade eight teacher yeah um just not regularly he would just throw it out there once in a while but that faded with him but in university it became a thing yeah and then Literally, that was what I was known as pizza. Uh, it derived into pizza fingers, uh, Pete's, za. There was a song about pizza finger. I don't know. Like, it was to the point where some of my friends legitimately, not kidding, legitimately did not know what my actual mm-hmm. name was. Yeah. Um, so, anybody from university, um, and then when I moved to Sudbury, because my best friends that I made in university were from Sudbury um, and I kind of mentioned my my best friend Tara and her cousin Kristen that you know I'm best friends with and I kind of merged into the Ranger family when I moved to Sudbury um, so it it lived on uh, past university very strongly in Sudbury like their whole family her grandparents call me pizza their her their aunt and uncles like and yeah, nobody knows what my real name is. Yeah. Like, Kristen didn't even know what my actual name was for the first, I think, year of our friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> funny story, when, at some point when I was living in Sudbury, I went to Burlington to visit my parents and whatnot, and a couple of Kristen's cousins live in Toronto, and they were having a birthday party for their, uh, he was turning one at the time, their little boy. This was years ago. And uh, so I... I went because I was in the area and I know her cousins again like I'm just in with the whole family so I brought a birthday card mm-hmm. and I felt super weird about it because I was going by myself like I didn't you know they were going to have other mm-hmm. friends and family there obviously that I didn't know at all and I was just popping in to to say happy birthday oh sorry Tucker's a little feisty today yeah. and so I signed the card Nicole because I didn't want to be the weirdo that that signs it pizza. pizza. And so they were opening gifts and reading the card and and uh, 
they read my card and they're reading it out loud to people and they read my card and they're like Nicole who the hell is Nicole and I go uh me and they go that is not your name don't ever sign Nicole on anything to do pizza (laughs) yeah so um so yeah, I answer to a lot of names. Nikki yeah. came into play somewhere. I never used to be called Nikki until I started working for Dan and Tammy. Yeah. They started calling me that. So I call you Nicole in front of your parents. Mm-hmm. I call you Nikki in front of my parents. And I call you Pizza in front of the Rangers. So I call yeah. you... And, and if... I don't let you... You're not allowed to call me Pizza. It's just too weird. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not... I'm actually not allowed to call her... Nikki or Nicole at home at all she's just like when I, I think I've done it three times and every time she's just like ew what are you doing yeah like, well it's just not what we call each other yeah but uh yeah like I I actually get complaints and stuff from my friends because on on Facebook and whatnot like you know they can't my, find you yeah they don't know it's because they just put in pizza like pizza that's, that's just my name to searching them, so. Facebook for pizza yeah so uh if you ever if you ever see anything typed or whatever, pizza is is me. Yeah, my answer. <laughs> All right. So now a couple about us together kind of quirky things as a couple. So um, I love tea. And well, I love tea also, yeah. but in the mornings I always drink coffee. Yeah. And you I've never stand. Coffee. I've never drank a cup of coffee in my life on purpose. Yeah. Sometimes, Accidentally, I'll sometimes have a as we're driving. If we have a Timmy's or yeah. something, you'll pick up the wrong one. But Yeah, but no, I've never drank coffee. I don't like it. So when we're going to have our morning hot beverages, we say we're making toffee. And we have a, a toffee bar. And, uh, Tea and coffee. Yeah, so uh, every time we see that, uh, you know, I don't think we're, we came up with that. But I've seen it on shows or something, like a toffee bar. And I'm like, oh. Have you yeah. seen it on an actual show? Yeah, huh. I think so. Like, like one of the house reno shows or something that... Hmm. Yeah, um, so if we ever ask if you want toffee, we're not talking about uh, the candy. Yeah. Um, the next one is uh, uh, the food. We have different varying food opinions. Um, I I do not necessarily like leftovers. You don't like leftovers. I like pizza yeah. leftovers. Um, I... I don't mind, like, a, a stew or something like that, leftover. Uh, that's a stretch. If I can get you to eat a leftover, it's, it's, it's a big a, day. It's a big day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you hate leftovers, yeah. um, which is difficult because, you know, portion-wise, we're not always the greatest with, with the two-people aspect. We, we like cooking for mm-hmm. lots of people, so... Um, if there's ever any leftovers, yeah. like for breakfast, it. um, you know, I usually have a bowl of yogurt with some granola and an English muffin with some jam and peanut butter on it. That's kind of my typical breakfast that I've started since the pandemic. Before the pandemic, I would eat dinner. That's pretty much like I would eat yeah, dinner and snack all like a whole day without eating. Yeah. Snack I, throughout I work cannot. or whatever. But, you know, since I've been home more, I'm trying to snack less so having trying to have nicer you know or fuller kind of snack meal kind of a thing so but um nikki's any given morning (laughs) breakfast will consist of anything ranging from leftovers the night before which consist of uh pasta chicken pasta this morning okay well it was like noon when i ate it yeah 
We yeah, had, but, we had uh, an appointment this morning, but yeah. I would have eaten it at night. No in leftover the rice with a fried egg on it, uh, bok choy, fish. <laughs> uh, she'll eat fish in the morning. When I was a kid, actually, my dad still does this, but I'm Italian, so for. Uh, Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. we always do fish because yeah. you're not supposed to eat meat at Christmas. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we always would do like a fish fry for Christmas Eve and we'd always have leftovers. Mm-hmm. So Christmas morning, our breakfast would always be standing Leftover in fish. front of the fridge, fridge door open, eating cold fried fish like straight out of the fridge. Mm. <laughs> it's so good. No, I just love food. So I will eat Good food, fresh, leftover, breakfast, lunch, dinner. It yeah. does not matter. Yeah, I Your just, body does not know what to I, I have a rule. I don't eat anything with sesame oil before 3 p.m. <laughs> Nikki will Nikki will make, make rice noodles and throw in some, some sweet potato that she roasted up and some bok choy and, and, and my, o- open my... a can of tuna and call it a morning. <laughs> Yeah, I just go, what do I want to eat today and how can I combine it in a way that tastes good? It yeah. horrifies you. Yeah. When I used to take fish for lunch at work, you you were just like, you're that girl. You're warm up fish in an office girl. And yeah. I'm like, hey, yep. <laughs> they don't like it. They can leave. Um, okay. So the next thing is um, we we had a, a an idea for our wedding um, and it uh, you know how hashtags are popular with all the youth nowadays on the intranet on the intranet <laughs> um, we wanted to come up with a hashtag for our wedding and uh, when we decided we were gonna do a hashtag for a wedding I said let's do meow and she was just like and I looked at him and I said just because you're obsessed with cats doesn't mean you can turn it into our wedding hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with our wedding. That makes absolutely no sense. And I said, I accept your challenge. <laughs> yeah, and said, give I, me a minute. I sat down for a second and I did a little shuffling around in my brain. And I thought to myself, we were getting getting we got engaged in the mountains and we were getting married on the ocean. So mountain engagement Ocean wedding spells meow. As soon as that hit my brain, I think I shouted it at the rooftops. Nikki was just like... I just sat there and blinked. uh, I didn't even know what to say. (laughs) So our wedding hashtag is meow because we... Well, it's going to be meow and then now whatever year year we end up... Because if you just put meow, there's a lot of stuff that... So yeah, we uh, I I somehow made it work for mountain engagement, ocean wedding because we got engaged in Kananaskis in the mountains, and we are getting married at Oceanstone in Nova Scotia slash PEI, uh, and so we yeah it worked out perfectly. Yeah, I could I couldn't believe it. I don't know. Yeah, and then we've got two more quick things that we're going to talk about. Um, and and they they really kind of uh, sum up our relationship in in a in a fun jovial way i think we determined through talking this episode through that i'm a little weirder than you are but together we could we could definitely win some quirky competition yeah (laughs) so we worked together for years up in a remote site in northern manitoba nikki worked at the front desk for a a big big majority of the time and my position uh, allowed me to go flirt with the beautiful lady at the front desk. <laughs> um, so, you know, I would walk by a lot and, and you know, um, uh, 
we would just kind of make eyes and and whatever. But we we ended up taking a test for Sodexo. It was a my manager was was very much like me. Like she loved uh, officey things, organizational mm-hmm. things, uh, personality things. So she had this uh, personality assessment. Um, we'll call it that yep. she I don't think it was a whole big thing, but she gave it to us to take because she knew that I would get a kick out of it and whatever. And it was what what does your personality say about you in terms of what bird are you? Yeah. So you would take this quiz and it would give you a bird based on your personality, personality characteristics. Yeah. There's a like hawk and or there eagle. There was owl, owl, eagle, dove and peacock. Yeah. And, you know, so owl was very. Uh, contemplative or yeah uh, rules or yeah. so I got 98% owl which is her favorite <laughs> yeah exactly yep. um, but yeah just very you know uh, process oriented questions rules mm-hmm. uh, procedures lists all that kind of stuff and then you know dove was the compassionate peacocks creative like so all that kind of stuff so we took the test and yep. I got owl and I think I skewed peacock yeah and so we started making bird noises based yeah, on so our animals. For some reason, to run with that, and when we couldn't, uh, you know, stop and have a conversation when we were in the middle of work, if Adam happened to be walking by or I was, you know, mm-hmm. in the kitchen for something, instead of stopping to have a conversation, we would just acknowledge each other with our bird noise. And I would say, <laughs> ah, ah, and I would go. And every everybody. And I when could. I was mad, I'd go. <laughs> and so we could really convey messages with these bird noises. Yeah. And if there was something very important, I would speed it up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so we 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 needed something to and get us through. And it was a through. thing. Like it was, we we did it in front of everybody. everybody. Like the camp manager would would like when we would say do our call and answer, he would. Call and answer with a third one going. Oh yeah, then, pe- then people would start joining in with their <laughs> yeah. own sounds. Yeah, yeah and we're ridiculous. like, this is not for you. But it it actually it turned out it started out as just a funny lark that we would do passing by, but now we use it in in oh it's it's public. continued when when we're in a grocery store and we're kind of splitting. Uh, it's really gone downhill though. Yeah, we don't. It's not actual bird noises anymore. Now it's, it's just, just like noises. random. Yeah. But if Nikki's in a, and I can't find her in a big, big space, I'll just go. (laughs) Now it's just kind of turned into. (laughs) So we make weird noises, but we know that these are the only or we're the only people that make these noises. So we can pick each other out of a crowd if we need to. Uh, I never get lost without Nikki and I don't need to because I'm very short. So depending on where we are, I'm hard to see sometimes and and so there's one little last story about this that will tie into our last thing that we're gonna talk about but uh one day we were leaving the apartment i think it was pre-pandemic um we were going to work i think nikki was really tired in the morning she hadn't slept very well yeah a gentleman, i was on like three days of yeah. barely no sleep. and we're on the 10th floor and i think a gentleman got on on the seventh floor or something and then and we were going to the basement and he was getting off at the main level. So we get to the main level. The door opens. The gentleman says, have a good day. And Nikki goes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the door shut. And then we at that point, we realized what had just happened. And, and she, I like snapped back into it and I was like, 
did I just make a bird noise at that person? <laughs> and, <laughs> and Adam I, goes, yeah, yeah, I think you did. Yeah, hopefully he's moving out of the building soon <laughs> so we never have to see him again. But, and you know, it was, I, I think he... It is, in it my is, mind, I just, play it. We play just it make back. the noises subconsciously now. Yeah. Like we really we don't even it's know. It's very sporadic. Yeah, and I, I still play that that morning in my head as he, the door is closing and he looks back and gives me a like, uh, what just happened? <laughs> Shoulder raise, and I give it back to him and I say, I got a lover. <laughs> That's how I play it out in my head. But uh, it was a very funny morning, but we we broke down laughing. And that's kind of our last thing that we're going to talk about. One of the things that we love doing is just... Well, not... It's we not love, that we love doing. It, it just, just happens, it happens and And we, we just... We relish these moments. I don't know if it's tired, being Usually tired or Usually because I don't sleep well and I'm super overtired yeah. by the time we go to bed at night. Um, but or, yeah. something will just happen. Something will As be said. As we're falling asleep. Something. And, and something will happen and we will both just not be able to stop laughing. It's mostly Nikki because... I go on really, really bad yeah. like laughing fits yeah. um, intensely. And then you start laughing at me because I, like, I can't... Hard mm-hmm. it, like I can't get it under lock. Yeah, so it's it's we. But it always seems to happen late at night as we're going to bed yeah. again, probably because it, we're exhausted. And then it makes her not sleep very well. But one yeah, thing and that then it does gives me energy, and then yeah. I can't sleep again. One thing that does uh, get, help her sleep very well is if she is laughing a lot. Um, I just get her the magic bag, and it I heat it up, and. It puts so, her in. now you okay. just sound weird. <laughs> All right, so there's he, a thing. He changed because I gave him, like, <laughs> I said I wouldn't get mad at you guys, but I'm going to get mad at you now. Nikki has this thing where uh, she cannot help yawning, and she she started yawning before I even said it. So if you yawn around her or say the word yawn or show her a picture of somebody yawning, she will instinctively yawn, and now she's upset with me. <laughs> it, it's... I, I've been selectively telling people, and now if you tune in, you it's have this. It's legitimately a problem, though. <laughs> like it's not even a. Oh, that's so cute. It's like. But I've found I've found the cure for hiccups because whenever she's hiccuping, I just make her yawn and uh, they go away. Oh, she's getting ready for another one. She's fighting it, holding it back. Uh, okay, well. It was uh, it was nice sharing. It was nice sharing uh, our relationship up until this point. I have a feeling that uh, there won't be much to share after this this episode. But uh, no, um, Nikki and I are are we're we're very much happy with with that we found each other. We are so. We, we are different people, but, like, we play off each other so well. Yeah, we balance. Like, we have a lot in common. We think a lot, um, you know, or we process stuff in the same way for a lot of things. Yep. But we do have a lot of differences, you know. Like, you're, I, I always say, you're the heart and I'm the head. Like, mm-hmm. you, you lead with emotion and your heart, and I am very, again, process-oriented and... Yep. and from within my head, so and, but we work but it well. balances well because yeah. you know we kind of even each other out and and level yep. situations off when when we're looking at things. It's always kind of from those two perspectives naturally. Yep. So no, and and that's I think why we've had a successful relationship so far. We've been open. 
with our communication. We talk about things. We, we, we have the same goals and aspirations and we know about those because we talk about them. And that's communication is such a big thing for us. Uh, we've spent our whole relationship communicating very closely and working very closely and, and, and if you can't tell, we like to talk yeah. because we keep saying that these episodes are going to be like eh, 40 minutes. And, and this <laughs> might be the longest one. So um, I think that's I think we've said everything we need to say uh, for for our fun facts episode. Um, I think I'm sure more stuff will come up. Oh, as we, totally. As we get into other episodes. But yep. yeah, that's uh, hopefully you learned something new about us from yep. this episode. That was a little more lighthearted than the the facts we've bombarded you with for the last eight hours yeah we we love doing this so much uh we hope you guys enjoy tuning in we're gonna have some new different content coming oh up yeah on i here. guess i guess we should say so these episodes all fell under our origin stories series yep um so the way we're going to kind of structure the podcast is different series so you know we're going to have an entrepreneurial series a book club series uh, like a an, chef life series yeah like an interview a, a guest feature series yep. um so we'll kind of just uh categorize episodes in that fashion um but going forward they're not going to be, be released sequentially like these origin stories were yep. so you know one week we'll put out a book club series episode and you know the next week it'll be entrepreneurial or yep. sometimes they will be sequential but um, yeah, yep. we'll kind of just get into some some different things we like to chat about. But you can relax. You've got most of the 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 backup information on us now, and and now we don't have to retell this story all over again. We can just tell people to come and listen to yes. episodes one <laughs> through seventy bazillion. Um, <laughs> hey, if they have a long drive, yeah. we'll get you there. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, so thanks again so much for listening in. Uh, we hope you enjoy uh, our story, and we love sharing it with you. And we hope to keep seeing you along the road. Then would you send my love back to my home, back to my only shelter, where in the awful weather I will be warm and back to my home. We want to thank you so much for listening today. Remember, hit that subscribe button. And if you like what we're doing here, remember, check us out on End of the Road Beginnings on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Do 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 do